Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi. So today we are chatting all about how to write solo podcast episodes and the inspiration for this episode came from another client of mine. Uh, I say another client because I believe I started my last week's episode in exactly the same way. To be honest, all of my content inspiration comes from my clients, but I have been so literal with these last couple of episodes of questions asked. It feels like something that is so uh, universally relevant. And so I have decided to create a podcast episode out of it. So this week is from a client of mine in my inner circle, my Swift inner circle, who was asking about how to write solo podcast episodes. I have had a rise of uh, quite a few of my clients who are launching or have launched podcasts recently, which has just been so wonderful because they are obviously such an amazing um, part of your content strategy and a really great long-term client attraction tool. And so I decided to do this episode because it is something that I know will be really useful because I think that it saves you a lot of time and uh, makes life a whole lot easier when you know and have some sort of format that you can use to write your solo episodes so that it doesn't feel like you are just talking to yourself, (laughs) which you essentially are. But when you've got some kind of structure and system in place, it obviously makes it a whole lot easier. So I've obviously titled this how to write solo podcast episodes, but the tip and I guess the strategy that I'm sharing with you today is something that is more widely applicable than that. It's something that you can also use when you're creating content for a masterclass that you're teaching, or even when you're creating content in your paid programs. Uh, It is essentially a strategy, a way of writing out content so that it feels Uh, A, really easeful for you and B, makes a whole lot of sense for the listener. So I'm going to share with you what this overarching strategy is and then I'm going to take you through it in a little bit more detail so that you've got the exact process that you can take and use as well if it feels good for you. So my strategy that I use for writing my podcast episodes is to Think about writing them like you would an essay. So 
when you're back at high school and you got taught the structure of how to write an essay and you probably thought, am I ever, ever going to use this ever again? (laughs) And for any of you that maybe didn't do high school English, that is totally okay. I will take you through that process. But I remember when I was learning this essay writing structure at school thinking, is this something I am ever going to use in my life? Like, when am I going to write an essay? But turns out it's actually a really useful process. Side note, I was having this conversation with my brother the other day who works in project management. And I was saying, you know, I love that meme that's like another day that went by where I never needed to know that X plus Y equals A squared talking about algebra. And he said, I actually use algebra all the time in my work. And I was like, shut up. What? That is not a thing. And I said, it's actually funny you say that because I use English all the time in my work. Like I'm forever, you know, considering essay structures and content structures and, uh, you know, the use of the English language is incredibly important, which I always knew English was far more applicable than maths, but it really shocked me that uh, he was still using algebra techniques. But it just goes to show that we all use different things, right, in our lives and that everything is different uh, in the kind of work that we use. And so the essay writing strategy is something that I use almost every single day, but I'm going to break it down with you in terms of exactly how it's applicable to writing your podcast episodes. So the way that I think about this is to set up your teaching topics like you would an essay. So that means that you have an introduction, you have body paragraphs, and you have a conclusion. And this is really just in the way that you're writing it out, because obviously when you're speaking your podcast episode, nobody can see that structure. No one can see an introduction, body paragraphs, and a conclusion. But I'm a visual learner, and I retain information by by picturing it. And so when I'm learning in an audio format, I know that I like an episode to feel really cohesive and really tight and really structured because when it does, it makes far more sense for me in my mind and it makes it easier for me to retain that information. So when you are listing it out, when you're structuring it out, if you write down introduction, three body paragraphs and a conclusion, it will start to help you create a structure that's really cohesive. And on that note, because this is something that clients are often really interested in, is when it comes to then planning out your episodes, are they something that I recommend scripting word for word? And the answer to that is that I do not recommend scripting word for word podcast episodes. I map out my episodes and I only map them out with bullet points underneath the introduction, the body paragraphs, and the conclusion. The reason why I don't script out my episodes fully is twofold. The first is that it just does not sound like you're listening to a bestie. It can actually sound quite scripted. And the second is that I lose that really natural rhythm and ability to add in bits and pieces and really speak to things in a really kind of fun, engaging, energetic way. And so that's the reason why I don't script things out fully. 
let's start with the introduction. So when you begin your podcast episode, the first thing to do is, of course, announce the topic and provide somewhat of an overview. So you want to make it really clear what it is that you're speaking to in that podcast episode so that the person that is listening is so incredibly excited and enthralled by what it is that you're about to speak to. You want to be really setting the scene for what's to come so that your listener is absolutely stoked on the information that you're about to provide. So that might mean teasing a few things that you're about to speak to, like, and in this, I am going to share with you the number one thing that I know really helps my clients to get visible on Instagram. So you might allude to certain pieces of information that are coming up in the episode ahead. You are giving an overview of the topic and you're also speaking to any descriptions. So any descriptions that your listener might need to know so that the topic makes sense. So for example, if I was talking about marketing strategy, I might define what marketing strategy means to me specifically before I continue on with that episode so that it's really, really clear what that person is going to hear about in that episode ahead. So the introduction is about setting the scene for what's to come. Then in your body paragraphs, you'll have a few body paragraphs, right? I always like to have approximately three. Studies show that we don't tend to retain any more than three messages at a time when we're absorbing any type of content or information. And so the magic three is usually a really good number. If I'm going for any more than three points, they need to be cohesive and slot together in a way where it's going to be really easy for the listener to retain that information, for you to retain that information. And so the magic rule of three tends to be my go-to. For example, in this episode, I've literally written it out so that I've got my introduction and then my body paragraphs are introduction, body paragraphs, and conclusion, because I'm speaking to each of those before I then wrap up the episode. So in the body paragraphs, what I do is I create, I'll say something like point one, and then I'll give it a topic. And then there's four key things that I want to make sure I'm including in each of those body paragraphs. So the first thing that I want to do is make my point. The first thing I want to do is make my point. And that might be through storytelling. It might be through context. It might be through this one time this thing happened, or it might be as simple as getting straight to the point. But I make my point of what it is that I am sharing. Then the second thing that I do is I elaborate on that point. So after I've made the point, I then speak to that a little bit more. So I explain a little bit more about 
what that looks like and why that is relevant and why it's really important for you as the listener to know this information and to maybe implement this information. So I spend some time elaborating on that point so that it's really, really clear. And then the third thing that I do is I bring in evidence in the form of examples. So I might share a client example, or I might speak to a time where this happened in my own business or something else. Examples bring your content to life. Examples make what it is that you're sharing really tangible. Examples are everything in content. And so making sure that whatever point you're making, whatever it is you're sharing, that you're including examples to illustrate those points is key. So I use those examples to bring my content to life. And then the fourth thing that I do is that I wrap up that specific point before I then weave into the next one. So I wrap up that specific point before I weave into the next one, before I weave into the next body paragraph. So just to speak to that body paragraph again, but giving you an example, I will share an example for you that I hope will feel relevant. Say I'm doing an episode that is three things my clients have done to build multi-six-figure businesses. Three things my clients have done to build multi-six-figure businesses, right? And so in that first body paragraph, let's say my first point is CEO mindset. So CEO mindset, which is absolutely true, being one of the key three things that my clients that build multi-six-figure businesses tend to have processed, moved through, adopted, created for themselves. So what I would make sure that I do first is to state that that point is CEO mindset. Then I would explain it in a little bit more detail. So I would talk to what CEO mindset is, how I describe it, specifically how my clients have utilized CEO mindset to build multi six-figure businesses. Then I would provide an example of maybe how one client really connects and taps into her CEO mindset every single day and the specific practices that she uses to do that. So in giving an example like that, it's making it really clear and it makes it something that's actionable for you. So it's really useful as the listener to have an example that is immediately actionable. And then I would summarize, I would finish up by wrapping up why that is really important. And then I would weave into the next point, which say that was a marketing example. I would say something like the only thing that is as important as mindset is, as you know, your marketing and strategy. And so now I'm going to talk more about the marketing example that my clients adopt to build multi six-figure businesses or the marketing strategy that my clients adopt to build multi six-figure businesses. And I would probably go on to say 
there is no one size fits all marketing strategy. And then I would speak to that and some examples of that in the next body paragraph. And when I'm talking about it as body paragraphs, I'm talking about how I'm laying it out on the page so that it's really succinct, really clear, really easy for me to then speak to. So I hope that that example makes a whole lot of sense. Okay, so then once I've made those three points through those body paragraphs, I then conclude. So I then wrap up what it is that I'm teaching. I will usually go over those points again and summarize them. So the rule that I was always taught by my English teacher in year 12, shout out to Mrs. Preston, (laughs) was to never introduce anything new that you're teaching in that conclusion. So this is not a time for new descriptions or anything else that's new. The only thing that you will be introducing that is new in your conclusion is after you've done your wrap up where you then close out with a call to action. For example, this might be to a paid program. It might be to your lead magnet or your freebie. If you're directing people to that from a podcast, it might be to the waitlist for your program. It might be to share a review or something else. So really focusing on wrapping up that podcast episode and then moving straight into your call to action so that you are closing out that episode with one very specific ask, one very specific request that your listener will then go on to perform after they've listened to that episode. And the reason we do this at the end is because it's then super easeful for the listener to remember what it is that you've asked them. And it becomes something that is immediately memorable and that they're, of course, more likely to then go on and do, right? So we finish up with a call to action. And so with that in mind, I'm now going to conclude this episode in the exact way (laughs) that I just recommended you do that in your conclusion. So you're going to get a specific example in what I'm doing right now. So This episode in how to write solo podcast episodes, I hope has been incredibly useful for you if you have a podcast, but also if you are creating content for a masterclass that you're teaching or even content for your paid programs. It's a way to write out content and communicate content so that it's really clear, really concise and really applicable for your listener. We obviously, when we're creating content, want this to be something that is retained. So in what I've shared today is to think about writing your solo podcast episodes like you would write an essay with an introduction, three main body paragraphs, and then a conclusion. So If you have enjoyed this episode, if you've got something out of this episode, if it's been really useful for you, it would mean so much to me if you would jump on over to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. It would also mean so much if you can share exactly why you loved this episode uh, in that review. So even if it is just 
I love this podcast or this podcast is my go-to every week. Even if it's as simple as that, that would just be so appreciated because it means that we can get this podcast in the hands of more people and you're supporting me essentially to fulfill my why, which is to support more women to uh, lead solid lives through entrepreneurship. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are in the world and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.